Welcome into the PHNX Sun Devil Show brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Don't forget to leave a like, drop a comment, subscribe, even leave a five-star review wherever you get your podcasts. I am Anthony Totry, joined by Sean DePaz. Yo. And that's it today. No no Shane Diefenbach no today. He finally gets a day off. Yeah, I heard he was thrift shopping. It's thrift shopping earlier today. Really? Yeah. Instead of joining us? Yeah. I mean, but... Shane Shane Neville, it seems like he could go crazy in a thrift store. Yeah, what like, was he wearing in Vegas? I want him it was like a panda shirt. Yeah, and then there was the one with the whales on it. His a whale shirt? Yeah, he wore that in Vegas too. He I definitely know. has big like he knows his very way unique drip. And I this is I, I know Shane's gonna listen back to this and be like, "What are you trying to say?" This is not a backhand. No, no, no. This is a compliment. This is a genuine. You you know your way around a thrift store. He's the only one, I think, at PHNX uh, besides maybe Derek. That could pull off the the thrift like style that he does. Yeah, I have one shirt from a thrift store that I can that like is good. It just I have to find very particular stuff. Like most times I go to a thrift store, I come away empty handed. Yeah, but, but that's a couple fair. Of things I can find like a nice dad shirt button down that I can make stylish. That should be no, that should then. just be like shopping in general. I feel like like unless you go into a store and you're like. This is what I'm walking yeah, away with. Fair enough. Otherwise, you should go in if you're not in love with it. Like I'm not gonna spend yeah, money. No, on that's it. completely valid. Um, I don't have that kind of willpower generally. Although, uh, no, actually, that's not true. Because actually, I go shopping. When I go shopping, I walk around a lot. And I'm like, oh, I kind of like this, but what would I wear it with? How often would I wear it? And then I spend a, so I spend planning a, it. I spend a bunch of time there and end up leaving with nothing. So it's a little frustrating. Shopping is very shopping with me is frustrating. Think of it like business. You're not gonna make a business deal unless you're 100 percent happy with it. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah, it is what it is. Anyways, a lot to get into today. Um, and let, let's start off with a big Pac-12 change mm-hmm. um, that went down on Wednesday. The conference announcing that the championship game is going to look a little different. Starting this year in 2022, the two teams with the highest conference winning percentage will face off in the championship game. Um, the Pac-12 also announcing that this change would have resulted in a different Pac-12 football championship matchup in five of the past 11 years they're getting away from the winner of the north facing the winner of the south um so we'll get into that and then i want to just get your thoughts in general afterwards because if they're going away from the winning the north winning the south why keep the north and why keep the south in general if that's what you're getting away from yeah that's what i was going to say that's what my, i think my one issue with this is that when you look at like scheduling if you're playing the teams in your division if one division ends up being a lot stronger than the other then it puts that division like say you um let's look at the south for example right say you give it three years arizona's recruiting class pans out they're one of the best teams in the country and usc is one of the best teams in the country but everyone else in that division sucks right and then you go to the north division where things are kind of um they're like equitable this is all hypothetical yeah of course then you're gonna have one division kind of cannibalizing each other, and then you're going to have the other division where they're they're feeding on teams where everyone that everyone else sucks, and then those two teams are going to be at a distinct advantage. I think if you do this, you have to get rid of the divisions and and rotate the teams that teams play in order to keep it somewhat fair. Because otherwise, you can end up with one you can end up with really lopsided divisions where one or two teams is completely cannibalizing on everyone else. I mean, look at USC. Look at the teams they have to play this year. They get to play. Uh, ASU team that is just a question mark. We don't really know what it's going to yeah. be. Colorado, bad. Arizona, really bad. Um, UCLA, mid. Utah yeah. can be good. Um, but like, 
And then or look at what Oregon has. Like that division, who who who's their con- who's Oregon's contest? I mean, their only contest ever is usually Washington. Yeah, and Washington was not good last year. They're three and six in the division. So like, it's gonna be it's gonna be weird where if like you get a team like Oregon, if Bo Nix is as good as as he's supposed to be or as good as he can be, they're gonna feed off of all of these teams in their division that aren't that good. Meanwhile, in the South. There's there's a little bit more parity yeah. potentially, um, and so teams might beat each other down, and then you end up with two teams in one division that are just like I said, feed off of lesser opponents. So I think if you do this, I think the next step has to yeah. be getting rid of the divisions. Yeah, and I think that's probably what they're leaning yeah, towards. I, I think yeah. it would it would have been a little bit too much change too fast if they would have just been like, you know what, here we are in May. Like there's only a couple months till the season starts. We're just gonna get rid of divisions in general. Yeah, um, no, that's I think this is probably the first step towards something that we'll see down the line of the removal of the South and the North, and it'll just be one big conference. Yeah. Which in general, I'm I'm cool with. I yeah, agree same. with. Like I, I don't understand why you have pretty much a separate conference inside of a conference. Yeah. Like it doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. But I guess it is what it is. And I think this is gets down to the issue of there were times in the past where maybe you would have a team in the South that was you know competing with another team in on that side of the conference and they would sneak away with a win um in the you know a, a random game to secure the the south mm-hmm. like now it really just comes down to give me the best two teams in the Pac-12 and they're going to go head to head which i yeah. think that's how a championship game should be no i agree 100% i mean cuz look at how basketball like basketball works you literally you obviously they don't have room for a tournament here but Ultimately, it doesn't really matter what division you're in. You end up playing the two best teams, the teams that are at least hypothetically, the two best teams end up in the Pac-12 championship. Yeah. Um, that's how it should be. Obviously, the dynamics of how long a basketball season is and all of that changed us a lot. But like, um, no, in theory, I think that's the what the point of a conference is, is you have you want that conference to produce the best team in that conference to be the champion. And like you said, I think this is a step towards that. Talking in terms of the Arizona State side of things, does this switch help them or hurt them? Um, I don't know. I don't know how much of a difference it makes for them. I think when you look at their division, like Colorado and Arizona, again, bad teams. So, like, they but again, get... and we always talk about how difficult it is to go to Colorado and win. Yeah, that's fair. But, like, Still, Colorado in general is not a good team. Arizona, not a good team right now. Um, so it could hypothetically help them. But, I mean, let's be realistic. This team's not competing, or at least on paper, they're not competing for a Pac-12 championship right now. ASU or Colorado? ASU. Yeah, yeah, um, And I mean, and Colorado. But, um, <laughs> Sorry, DNVR. Yeah, or or they're not, they're not right now, and they, Haven't based on how this program is going there probably won't anytime soon so ultimately it doesn't really change anything in that regard um i think by the time they're in a position to win for win a pac-12 or a compete for a pac-12 championship there probably won't be divisions anyway and it won't really matter yeah um, I, it is going to be really interesting to see how they kind of work out schedules if they get rid of divisions because i know this is i was reading an athletic article the other day about the acc trying to do this and they were suggesting like because they want they want to get rid of divisions but they also want to keep some of the rivalry so they like create like a region basically where one team faces three three teams every single year and then the, the other conference opponents rotate out like they filter out 
Um, so I think they overthink this shit. Yeah, I do. I do too. But in certain situations, like ASU needs to face Arizona every year. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I understand that you'd face, but like, I feel like there's a way that you could do without the South and the North or just like, yeah, like divisions inside of a conference and just ensure that you play your in-state rival every year. Yeah, no, I think so. I think, I think basically every school, like that's the one thing about kind of how the Pac-12 is built is that every school kind of has a natural rival with the exception of Utah, but I guess you would kind of just pair them with Colorado. But like, but there are some rivalries that like, I would be okay with not facing every year. Like, yeah, for example, USC. Yeah. Who would you say they're, UCLA. But it's not. You see USC's biggest rival is not UCLA. Yeah, I mean, but like on paper it is. It's like it's, it's Yeah, it, on LA. paper. Well, I mean, yeah, but like in, in theory it should be. Yeah. Right? Like you're in the same state, you're 15 minutes away from each other, you guys probably should be the biggest rival. But like I just I think it's from a scheduling standpoint, these athletic directors, conference commissioners, whatever, like you know who you've been playing for the last 30, yeah. 40, 50 years. Make sure you schedule them. And they're gonna because from a financial standpoint, you're yeah. gonna sell out those games every year. Yeah, I mean, I think in a situation like that, if they get rid of the divisions, it would probably be a thing where, and maybe they set it up so it gets revisited every four or five years. But like, I think it would be a situation where, like, okay, every year, Oregon, Oregon State's locked in, ASU, or U of A, yeah, locked as in, it should be, and like you get those, like, literally every single one is in state. I mean, you do Stanford, Cal, I guess, um, and then with the exception of. Colorado, Utah, and then in a few years, if okay, ASU and Oregon have been facing each other in the Pac-12 championship for three straight years. Okay, you probably start scheduling that game every yeah. year because it becomes a little bit of a rivalry. Um, yeah, like it's common sense. Yeah, I, I think it definitely. Yeah, I think. Uh, yeah, I think it would end up being common sense at a certain point. They they would just have to set it up where it could be something because that's kind of the problem with the divisions now. Is like they have the divisions. Okay, you play your division opponents every year. Yeah, and it's kind of they're it kind of handcuffs them. It's like. What do you want us to do? We have divisions. So they'd have to set it up in a way where it can be it's something that can be revisited and be flexible. See, I think in and this may be maybe it's not a hot take, but I, I think no matter what happens with divisions and whatever, I think we're we're moving toward a similar system that the NFL has in terms of they've got an AFC and they've got an NFC. Yeah. I think in the next 10 years, you are going to see a bunch of conferences, which we've already started to see teams leave conferences to go join other ones yeah. because the competition is better and you need to face the top tier competition if you want to have a chance to play in the college football playoff. Yep. So I think in the next 10, 15 years, depending on if the playoff gets expanded to eight teams, six teams, 12 teams, whatever, I think we are going to start to see a shift in, okay, well, the Big Ten and the Pac-12 maybe don't see enough SEC opponents. But they've each got their own top tier teams. They're yeah. like, okay, let's merge. The SEC and the Big Twelve or the Big Ten merge. Like, I think that's what you're going to eventually see. And I think you're yeah. going to be the Power Five is going to be a thing of the past. I, I yeah, I think it's. I don't like. I don't think it's unrealistic completely. This is going to sound a little drastic, but and I'm not saying anytime soon. But there's I like think a decade timeline time where line. the Power Five is like you have FCF, FBS. I think Power Five just. And when it becoming its own thing, becoming divi- conference list, and it's just like, okay, you have what fifty teams, which I'm basically. down for. I'm yeah, so down 50, for yeah, that. because it's like, why would you not do that? Like from their perspective, it makes sense. Like if they're the Power Fives, like like they, Alabama doesn't need the NCAA. No, Oregon none doesn't of, need the NCAA. A lot of these teams don't, and especially as we're getting toward the whole NIL thing. There's a lot of teams that don't need these other 
these this entity. No, I mean, fuck. Alabama doesn't even need the SEC. They don't need fucking Missouri and and Kentucky, <laughs> at least in in football. And Vanderbilt. And Vanderbilt, yeah. Shout out Cameron Johnson. <laughs> um, but like, but like, there's a reason he left. No, one hundred percent. Like, it's and let's be realistic. Like, if even if you're the NCAA or if you're an ESPN, for example, like you want you want to see fucking alabama oregon a game you would never see like not necessarily alabama oregon i'm maybe thinking about like six years ago but like the only the, think about it though like i say a random year that where they don't schedule a home and home like yeah you, you get lsu and ucla you'd never see that matchup like at least you wouldn't see that matchup just off a random thing. No, you wouldn't be like oh shit it's lsu ucla is this Saturday? Like, like that like that but that's like that, a that's good game you awesome, want to see yeah. it and i mean Notre Dame would have a decision to make in this situation because then it's like, is that? Is well, then that yeah, then you then you figure out what happens with independence because yeah. everybody's pretty much an independent at that point. No, yeah, exactly. Which I guess Notre Dame would be fine with joining the situation. Then um, I did not expect to be talking about this hypothetical, but I think it is an interesting thought exercise. Like, I, I, I think the I think college football is going to change a lot over the next few decades. Which I mean, it's just kind of how the world works. But like. Um, I could definitely see a situation in which you start getting super conferences like the SEC is already headed that way. Yeah, I mean they just got Texas, Oklahoma, and I think I think it's going to get to a, a certain point where you get a team like Missouri or a team like Vanderbilt where they're like, "How the fuck are we supposed to survive in this conference?" They can't, and they end up going to like the Pac-12, the Pac-12, the Big Twelve, um, a conference that basically spans Texas to to the East Coast with West Virginia, and like. Is at this point B tier compared to to the SEC, especially when you consider that Texas and Oklahoma are going to the SEC. Um, it's going to be interesting. I think there's a lot of change coming, like because, like you said, we've already started to see some of it. It's going to be a lot of fun. I think yeah. for I, I think for for rivalries, it's going to be interesting. But I think for college football fans in general, like a switch to a NFL style in terms of conferences um, and get rid of you know the, there doesn't need to be this many. Yeah, no, um, I agree. I think it, it promotes competition. I think you're going to get the best of the best anyways playing each other. And I think it's going to make for more meaningful games throughout the year, right? Yeah. Because let, let's, like, we could talk about ASU got NAU in Eastern Michigan, right? And they scheduled those games. They paid to play those games. They're, they're dubs, right? They're dubs yeah. at the end of the day. Th- those aren't games that you schedule, like, that are like, oh, these are these are games that are going to help us get to the college football playoff. Yeah, like no, like if in a conference system of we've got an AFC, NFC, and who knows what it would be called in the college football format, but like, okay, if you want, if your goal for every college football team, which I feel like it should be, to make the college football playoff mm-hmm. and win a national title, that's what your goal should be. Okay, then you're gonna you're you're gonna get without ASU opening the season at home against NAU because yeah. at the end of the day. People don't really give a shit about that. No, yeah, and I get that the purpose of that is kind of like a warm-up thing, but like in this super conference thing, okay, just have a preseason. Like, yeah, have a game or two before the season. It doesn't count towards the record where you can play an NAU or uh, any of these group of five, non-Power 5 schools. Like, just make it. And it's almost going to turn these non-Power 5 schools into a G League type of format. Yeah, yeah. Of like where you're going to get an NAU or an Eastern Michigan where they get that quote-unquote preseason game then you're going to get those teams playing one another. Yeah. Right. And when the season's up, then you're like, okay, you're going to see guys transferring from the G League, yeah. quote unquote, yeah. to what you got here. 
kind of what happens already. Like, look at ASU. They're getting guys from San Diego State and stuff like that. I mean, some of the, a lot of the transfers are from Power 5 schools. But, um, yeah, no, I like I, like I said, I think, like, you agree. It's Things are going to change a lot over the next couple of decades because you just – money is changing the sport for better yeah. or worse. And I don't want to get into that conversation, but, like, it's, that, it's clearly changing And we'll get into that at the end of the yeah, fair. <laughs> um, but, like – it, things are going to change. Money is only going to become going to be becoming a bigger and bigger part of it. Um, and yeah, I just hope that when it does change, it changes for the better, at least for us, like for the fans. Um, but we'll see. I guess. I think it will. Yeah. I think as it stands right now, there's just with all these conferences and a lot of these are old heads. Like, yeah, there's just too many cooks in the kitchen. Like you guys don't need to be overthinking this. Yeah, there's just too many are. people that want money and are prioritizing making money over creating a entertaining product. Or which, at the end of the day, product. at the end of the day, creating an entertaining project product makes money. Yeah, yeah, for most people. For most people. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. Obviously, like we said, there's there's no set timeline as to when this hypothetical could occur, if it ever does. But like regardless i think in the next 10 years college football looks very different and if you look back just 10 years ago college football already looks a lot different than it did so who knows what it's going to look like in another 10 years uh but getting off that topic before we get into our next rather fun topic of the day gotta tell everybody about the new offer i guess it's not really new anymore but the the offer going on on the DraftKings sportsbook app relating to nba playoff action um, the DraftKings Sportsbook app is an official sports betting partner of the NBA. And this week, new customers can bet just $5 on any team to win and get $150 in free bets if they do. If you would have been um, listening to the Daily Bet Show yesterday and decided to bet on the Warriors like Johnny and John and Shane did, then you would have got your money in free yeah. bets if you were a new customer. Also, right now, all customers can place a same-game parlay. Again, all customers, not just new customers, can place a same-game parlay with three or more legs and get a free bet back up to $25 if one leg doesn't hit. I'm thinking about doing it for the Heat the heat game tonight. What are you thinking? Oh, uh, yeah. I love Tyler Hero PRA. Really? What's the set at? Um, 22 and a half. Um, he's had three-plus assists in 18 of 19 games without Kyle Lowry. He's played 22-plus minutes. He had 15. He had 18 points in game one. 15 of those were in the first half when the Celtics were actually playing well. Um, and he had eight rebounds, so I really like that. I think the Celtics win tonight. I, everyone I've talked to thinks the Celtics win, yeah. which makes me think that the Heat are going to go up too. <laughs> Fair well. enough. I just think I, I just think like it was really just one bad quarter of Celtics basketball. Yeah, third quarter win. was brutal. Um, and I, I think I don't think you see that again. And if the Celtics lose, I won't be surprised. If they get destroyed again, then I'll yeah, be I don't see them getting destroyed. I but that spread is too close for me to. Yeah, you might as well just take the money line. It's there, it's so. hard. It's hard for me right now to bet against the Heat at home, best defense in the NBA, given how well Jimmy Butler is playing right now. That's fair, but Al Horford's back. Big Al. He might score 30 again. That means that means nothing for Jimmy. That that means I'm betting Bam's under. Yeah, oh, 100%. <laughs> That's what, uh, yeah, yeah. Bam has not been playing well offensively in these no, playoffs. not yeah, at all. It is what it is. But again, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code PHNX, bet $5 on any NBA team to win their game. Get $150 in free bets if they do. That's promo code PHNX, only a DraftKings Sportsbook. 21 plus Arizona, the gambling problem. Call money here next step. New customers only, a minimum of a $5 deposit. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for Sportsbook for details. Now, we talked a little bit about it yesterday after the show. We are going to be comparing <laughs> ASU sports programs to 
traditional snacks, snacks that you'd find in your, your cupboard as a kid. You enjoyed them. Maybe you purposely passed them up. Yeah. Uh, maybe they got stale quick. I don't know. Whatever you're thinking, we're going to start with the hottest team at ASU. Hands down, has got a Tempe Regional this weekend. Get out there Friday through Sunday. Give me Arizona State softball, Sean. What you um, with? I there's like a hundred different places I can go with this because I just want to give them. I just want to name them after like my favorite snack. Um, I was gonna say like mini powder donuts. Ooh. I just am thinking like all the the you said it yesterday oatmeal cream pie. That's what I'm going. With. Um, literally any of the god tier little Debbie snacks is is ASU. They're they're like ASU softball is little Debbie snacks. They're just fucking, little Debbie snacks in general. They're just so good. They're just so fucking good, and I could I could. You inject it into my veins day or night, any time of the week, like twice on Sundays. Don't care anytime. Hopefully not twice on Sundays because if they play twice on Sundays, that means they lost at one point. <laughs> um, but no, literally, like any time you could wake me up from the in the middle of the night from a, from a dead sleep, and I will want a little Debbie snack. So, oh yeah, give yeah. me give me the cream pies. Give me those yeah. oatmeal cream pies. I love that. Those things go fucking yeah, insane. Those, those are crazy. They are. Do they're they're always good. They're I might always stop at a good. gas station after and get one. <laughs> they're always good, but. Think about it too. Too much ASU softball leaves you a little leaves you a little bloated <laughs> in the sense that now you're thinking, okay, maybe maybe this snack will hit. Yeah. Maybe this snack will hit because that one goes stupid. Then it got you thinking, oh, maybe the other ASU sports are gonna do. It. Maybe the other yeah, ones. No, this is like when I like when I'm off the OGs and I'm just like I just go into the the snack cabinet and be like literally snacks, this. snacks this. that I wouldn't eat otherwise. I'm like, you know what? Might as well. I'm going. <laughs> Fuck it. Maybe it goes crazy. Yeah. And then, <laughs> Uh, it is what it is. It is man. what it is. I ASU men's basketball. Um, this one I was gonna give checks mix. Um, <laughs> because like in general, I like it. You give me the little chip thing or the little the little cracker sticks, great. But then sometimes you throw like a pretzel in there. And I'm like, I don't want this. Oh, you don't like you, pretzels? No, I'm not a huge I love soft pretzels, like an anti-ant soft pretzel. Oh, up. okay. But like just a normal, like regular hard pretzel, not really about it. But like um, I feel like whether it's trail mix or checks mix, like no matter what, there's always something in it that, that everyone there's like a part of it that they're, they're like, ah. and it's like it's like ASU basketball, fucking exciting, and men's basketball exciting. But then every now and again, you get a fucking twenty nine point performance against Washington State, and you're like, ah, why did I eat? Why did I choose this snack? I don't really like it that much. <laughs> you're like, I want, I'll, give me, give me the little Debbie cream pie, give me the UCLA upsets. Like <laughs> I, I want the crackers. I do, I do not want the pretzels. Oh man. Um, so yeah, that's where I'm going with that. I'm going to go ASU basketball, ASU men's basketball specifically is the like random monthly flavor of Pringles. Um, <laughs> like sometimes that shit, like the everything bagel ones, you're like, holy shit, this goes crazy. And then they throw in like a random, like, let's try waffle flavored Pringles. Yeah. And they just suck. They're it's like, horrible. It's like crumble cookies too. Like it's like. Sometimes it's like every every day, every week, you're wondering like, oh, what's the flavor going to be in? And sometimes you look at the flavors and you're like, oh, these kind of suck. Yeah, and then you go back the next week and, and you're it's like, like, oh, damn, fuck, they this got is Teddy Graham flavored cookies, which they have this week, and I'm getting some at some point. Um, turn me up, and they like, go crazy, I, and they go crazy. Yeah, that's what it. it it's they're so hit or miss. Yeah, that, that's, that's why. literally that's what it comes down to. <laughs> it's hit or miss. Okay, this is the one everybody's been waiting for. Give me ASU football. Jeez. Um, this is tough because this is definitely one where it's like you look at it and you're like, oh, this looks fucking good. And then you eat it and you're like, oh, it's not as good as I thought it was going to be. Um, I don't know. What is? Do you have one? Not off the top of my head. ASU football is hard because it's like 
ASU football for me is like a chocolate bar, and I only say that because I don't like chocolate. No, actually, it's perfect. It's like a chocolate bar. Like, give me a Hershey's chocolate <laughs> but bar. But for you, but because for for me specifically, because okay. I don't like chocolate, but sometimes I crave chocolate. And I'll look at it, I'll be like, fuck, that looks delicious. And I'll be craving it, it'll make my mouth water, and then I bite into it, and I'm like, oh, I remember why I didn't like this. This fucking sucks. Um, and that's ASU football. Football seasons we're like getting closer and closer. I'm getting excited. I'm ready. And I'm like, maybe, maybe it'll maybe it'll be good this time. I'm craving it. And then I'm gonna bite into it. It's gonna get going and be like, oh no, I regret this immediately. I remember why why the last time I did this, it was so unenjoyable. Um that's that's yeah, that's perfect. ASU football is a Hershey chocolate bar for me. For, for me personally, because I don't like chocolate. I'm gonna go with the jelly belly bean boozled. Oh, you know, just don't know what you're going to get. Sometimes it's great. Sometimes it's fucking awful. Most, but for me, dude, I'm so bad at 50-50s when it comes down <laughs> to that. It's it's horrible. Never fails. Yeah, no, that's great because also that's a, that's a pertinent one for me, too, because also in general, I just don't really like jelly beans. Yeah, so I don't like I jelly get the good flavor. I'm not you're really winning. <laughs> like, it's like, it's like, like oh, it sucks. it's like, okay, we beat USC, but like. Eh, we're still not winning the bad goal championship. What do I get? Oh, you'll like, find I... a way to fuck it up. Yeah, like I'll, I'll fuck it up somehow. I'll lose to fucking Utah or something, and then I'll <laughs> I'll be like, well, fuck. Okay. Oh god. And then there's true. one flavor that's like the Arizona game where it's like, okay, this smacks. Like yeah. this this part smacks. But generally, it's like, even when I win, I'm not really winning. Yeah, you're sitting there at the end of it, and you're like, huh. Why the fuck did I put myself through this? <laughs> yeah. Like it wasn't fun. It was, I it gained didn't taste nothing. Good. I gained nothing. <laughs> yeah, that's a perfect one. Oh gosh. Okay, give me. ASU wrestling. ASU wrestling is like a a, a wheat thin. Oh fuck yes, that's exactly it's what like, I fucking think. It's like it's it's <laughs> super good, not super consistent, nothing, super consistent. Not really nothing flashy about it. They're not out here winning national championships, nope. but they're pretty fucking close. Yep. And sometimes you just want a fucking wheat thin. Yeah. Right. Like they're really fucking good. Yeah, I could go through the whole box. I could sometimes. eat an entire box. Like I could like wrestling. Sign me up every day of the week. Every day of the week. They're they're great. They're good. We're getting the Pac-12 competition. It's great. Now, if you're giving me a choice between wheat thins and oatmeal cream pies, I'm taking, I'm taking the oatmeal yeah. cream pie. But if I got wheat thins, I've got a box of wheat thins in the cabinet, and it's been unopened, it's like, okay. I'm and is run- that or is the Jelly Belly Bean Boom? I'm running through this thing. I'm running through this whole box. Like, <laughs> Give it's, me the wheat thins, It's bro. consistent, not flashy, but pretty and fucking sometimes, good. Sometimes they change it up. Sometimes they got new stars on the roster, right, for ASU flavors, wrestling. Yeah. Sometimes uh, the Wheat Thins got new flavors, and yeah. I've never had a bad Wheat Thin flavor. I've, I have never had a Wheat Thin that I didn't like. I am going. That's fucking immaculate. Yeah. Immaculate. Outside of Wheat Thins, I'm going to also go Cheez-Its. Yeah, that's a great Again, idea. it's every day of the week. If it's between that or the cream pie, I'm taking the oatmeal cream pie. But, yeah. again, I've never had a bad Cheez-It. I can eat all yeah. the flavors of cheese. Yeah, you give me give me uh, a cheddar blasty. You give me a white cheddar. The give snack me, mix goes crazy. Yeah, give me like the the overcooked ones, like the oh, burnt ones. Those didn't smack the parmesan too. ones. The, like they're all good. I'm so hungry. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna need I'm to eat after this. Okay, last one. ASU baseball. <sighs> Yikes! This is another one where it's like it's inconsistent. This is oh oh I had it and I lost it. What's something that they changed the recipe to? Like it used to be really good, and then they changed the recipe, and it's not as great anymore. And you're just every time you're hoping it'll be as good as it used to be, but it's just not. They change recipes to snacks. Now? Yeah, there's 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 a specific snack I'm thinking of where it's like they changed the recipe, and it just is not as good as it used to be. Yeah, hold on, let me let me do some research over here. Oh man, ASU baseball, man. So I'm gonna go with while you're looking that up. 
I'm gonna go with a Slim Jim. Like, for some reason, when I'm checking out of like a gas station or like a grocery store, I see the Slim Jim because it's always there when you're checking out. And you're like, huh, high in protein, kind of looks like it might smack a little bit. Like, for some reason, you're like, huh, this might taste good. Then you buy it and you bite into it and you're like, what did I just consume? Yeah. This is the most inconsistent of the snacks. It is. Sometimes that shit's crazy. Sometimes that shit tastes like I just had a pastrami sandwich. <laughs> Afterwards, there are times where I'm like, I need to wash my mouth out with soap. Yeah. Um, so there's a, I, I found a list of things that used to be good before they changed the recipe. There's a couple places you could go with this. Um, a, there is um, McDonald's apple pies. Okay. Because they used to be they used to be made with like this fat that was like they were like glazed and delicious and then they were unhealthy and then they changed them. Um and so they're not as good. They're still they're pretty good, but they're not as good. Um or what was the other one? Um it was Twinkies is another good one. Um oh Coca-Cola. That's what, okay. Yeah. Used to have crack in it. Used to have Coke <laughs> in it. Motherfuckers were loving that shit. Or if you don't want to get uh coke coke um <laughs> you could go just like mexican coke like with real sugar like real sugar cane yeah delicious but now you're drinking regular coke and it's just not it's like i like or it like a diet soda yeah 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 like i like it but it's not as good as the old shit like i want i want the old shit yeah, I want if, you're the drinking, real if you're drinking it you might as well like but. i want 19 what is it 1981 asu baseball like national champion asu oh, baseball oh in the bottle yeah with, like, like with the polar bear on it yes i don't want this new shit that's like i'll drink it i'm gonna take it i'm just hoping they go back to the old recipe sometime soon <laughs> that's perfect that's perfect oh man that's gonna that's gonna do it for for that what, what should we call that segment uh God. sun devil snacks i don't know sun devil snacks in the cabinet, in the kitchen, <laughs> in the I don't kitchen. know, something like that. But I guarantee you, we're the only, <laughs> we're the only Sun Devil podcast uh, that just compared ASU sports to some form of snack. And I bet you, you're probably hungry right now. If you're not already eating a snack while you're listening to this podcast, go get an oatmeal cream pie. Yeah, do it. Yeah, just do it right I now. Need one. You know you want one. It is what it is. Okay, guys. Um, and while you're getting a snack, why don't you log on to your laptop or your phone or whatever you're doing? Head to go phnx.com and become a member of the family because when you do, you're going to get either a free t-shirt from the locker or your first month for 50 cents just for signing up. Not to mention, we got some dope new shirts, some bomb hats, dad hats, trucker hats, snapbacks, auto hats, um, really some some great merch. And we, we've always got some great content. I know I just could put a piece up um, this morning for my countdown to kickoff series that I'm doing for Arizona State football, taking a look at the opponents on the schedule. Right now, we're 105 days away from the season opener. I just took a look at the uh, Eastern Michigan roster. Um, so if you want a, a deep dive into what ASU fans and what the ASU football team can expect from Eastern Michigan, again, head over to the website, become a member. You're going to be able to get that content when you're a member and either a free T-shirt from the locker or your first month for 50 cents just for signing up. Sean, our last topic of the day is what's been surrounding the college football world for the last 24 hours. Um, and that is Nick Saban beefing with none other than Jimbo Fisher. Yeah. Um, Did you see some Saban Jimbo be- offseason beef on your – do you have that on your bingo card? Not at all. <laughs> not at 
all. If you're unfamiliar with the situation, we've got the audio here. We're going to play kind of what started the beef. And this is what Nick Saban had to say in terms of uh, pretty much just smacking Texas A&M in the face here. And you've read about them. You know who they are. I mean, we were second in recruiting last year. A&M was first. A&M bought every player on their team. Made a deal for name, image, and likeness. All right, we didn't buy one player. All right, but I don't know if we're going to be able to sustain that in the future because more and more people are doing it. Oof. <laughs> they bought every player. Before we get into those comments, this was uh, Jimbo Fisher's response, um, I believe, Thursday morning. Coach, uh, like to respond to some comments made last night in Alabama? Uh, yes, I would. First of all, I'll say it's a shame that we have to do this. It's really despicable. It's despicable that somebody can say things about somebody and an organ. More importantly, 17-year-old kids. You're taking shots at 17-year-old kids and their families. And they broke state laws. They're, 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 they're all money. They're, we bought every player on this group. We never bought anybody. No rules were broken. Nothing was done wrong. It was all in the, and the way we do things, the ethics in which we do things. And these families, it's despicable that a reputable head coach could come out and say this when he doesn't get his way or things don't go his way. The narcissist in him doesn't allow those things to happen, and it's ridiculous But when, when he's not on top. And the parody in college football he's been talking about, go talk to coaches who coach for him. You'll find out all the parody. Go dig into wherever he's been. You can find out anything. And it's a shame that you've got to sit here and defend 17-year-old kids and families and Texas A&M because we do things right. The narcissist in him. SEC is on fire. Yeah, classic good old SEC. It's like a reality TV show. What do you think, man? Nick Saban calling out Texas A&M um, for recruiting NIL, which we all know everybody's been paying their players. Yeah. Whether it's been NIL on the books or NIL off the books, yeah. all these top teams are doing it. Like, if you're around college football, you know that's just kind of the way it goes. But Nick Saban publicly calling out Jimbo Fisher and the Texas A&M football program Jimbo obviously responding um, in a little bit more of a heated manner. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I feel like I, my reaction to this is pretty different than a lot of people's. Like, oh, to, so to, first, I think it's important to clarify at least how I took Nick Saban's comments. Yeah. I think what he was saying is that like, like, because a lot of people were responding like he was out here a couple months ago talk or before last season talking about Bryce Young's NIL deal and how much money he made. And he had no problem with that. I think what Nick Saban is saying is that that they're kind of doing this thing where the AM is kind of doing this thing where they're just paying players for nothing and massing it as an NIL deal as opposed to Bryce Young, like getting actual NIL deals with companies. I think that that's what Nick Saban's saying. Um, it's still interesting because I have a hard time believing that Alabama has never paid players. I want to believe Nick Saban. Um, There's no way they have, but it's hard to believe. Like, I feel like just every program is playing their players, but on both sides, it's kind of like, bro, just shut the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> like, both, like, why are you getting on your, like Jimbo's over here on his high horse? Like, it's, it's a shame that we have to, we have to protect these 17 year old boys. And he's going to get out and practice for four years and call some 17 year old freshman a fuck face. Cause he's fucking up a drill. Like, what are we like? What are we doing? Let's stop pretending that either of you are great. Are like these, these fucking guardians of morality. Like both of guardians you are, of morality. Like, like, <laughs> holy shit. Both of you are out here probably doing shady shit. 
Both of you are out here are trying to win football and you don't, neither of you really give a shit. Like, you're going to, oh, oh, Nick Saban's a narcissist. Yeah, you probably fucking are too, Jimbo Fisher. You're a head coach in the SEC. And not just in the SEC, you're a head coach at the fucking cult that is Texas A&M. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. Like, I don't really give a shit about what either of them have to say. Like, oh, oh, your your feelings are hurt because Nick Saban called you out. Go, I don't give a shit. Like, I really don't care. And also, let's not make this something that Nick that it's not. He's out here pretending that Nick Saban was was attacking these seventeen year old guys, seventeen year old boys for for taking money. That's not what he said. Yeah, no, it's not. He, what he, he said. at no point criticized players for taking money. At never did he do. It was do that. more aimed. At, it was felt like at the program at, at the program for playing what he considers outside of the rules, or even if it's not if it's outside of the rules, kind of doing things in an immoral way to get these players like. Like you're making it, you're trying to make Nick Saban to, out to be a bad guy. He never at any point attacked these kids or their families. So the response was ridiculous. The comment was ridiculous. I don't really give a shit either way. Welcome to the real world, jackass. Like <laughs> motherfucker. Like Yo, guys are making their money. One. Guys are making their money. I, I don't really, I don't have a problem with AM paying their players if they want to come out here with bag men and give them hundred k in a brown paper bag. I don't give a shit. Go get your bag. Go get your own bag. Like, go. And also, you see what? Your quarterback is a Heisman winner. You're still <laughs> fucking Alabama. That's not ending anytime soon. So why do you give a shit about what AM's doing? They're still they're still not winning an SEC yeah, championship. It's, not, it's, it's not like Alabama had the 10th or 11th or 12th or 15th recruiting class. You're they talking two, about number two, bro. Two. And also, also, you're gonna you're gonna sit here and pretend that paying is an paying players is an instant pathway to success. You want to tell me that Texas the arguably the most history football program in the country isn't paying their players. They're still a fucking train wreck. They're an embarrassment to tech. Like Texas football is not good. And they, you're, you're going to tell me that they're not paying players. Fuck out of here. B. John Robinson just got a, an, an NIL deal with fucking Lamborghini. And that team still sucks. Like uh, Nick Saban can go fuck himself. Jimbo Fisher can go fuck himself. I don't give a shit about what either of them have to say. Everyone's paying their players. Everyone's going to keep paying their players. Players are going to keep getting their bag. And AM is still probably not going to be as good as Alabama. You want to know why? Because Nick Saban is still the best coach in college football. He's still a better coach than Jimbo Fisher. They still are successful. It's what they fucking do. <sighs> I, just, I feel like I don't need to say anything more <laughs> other than Get your popcorn ready for October eighth, twenty twenty two, when Texas A and M is yeah. at Alabama. Get, and, and fuck the game. The game is unimportant. Alabama is probably. I want to see the handshake at the end of the game. There's no shot they shake. I want to see the state troopers walking them out to center <laughs> field and seeing how that handshake goes. They're probably gonna get out no here. No shot. But Nick Saban's probably gonna get out here at some point and be like, I, I had a phone call with. I can't do Nick Saban, but no, no, I, now you got to do it. I had a phone call. I know I can't do it. It just sounds like <laughs> it sounds like Brian Kelly trying to. Do <laughs> Um, but he's probably gonna the be the whole out. SEC. Yeah, he's probably gonna get out here, being like, being like, I had a phone call with Jimbo. Like, we talked about it. Where I apologize. I mean, he already did. He was like, it wasn't right for me to. Take well, it's because they got it, reprimanded but, by but the yeah, SEC. Yeah, they got fined. So I kind of have to. Um, now, if you want to get into a real conversation, him taking a shot at, at Jackson State, I'm not here for that. I'm not here for him taking a shot at an HBCU that that's not even a fucking contest to them, not in their conference. You can fuck right off with that. But like, as far as the SEC is concerned, you're all doing the same shit. I'm on everybody in college football is doing it. Yeah, like I'm with you. Shut up. 
Like, why do you care, bro? Nick Saban, how much money do you make? That's another thing. Why the fuck do you You're care? You're the highest paid state employee in the state of Alabama. Like, why do you care? Are you really that threatened by fucking Texas A&M? Come on now. <laughs> like, bro, you were just playing in the national it's championship. It's bad. It's bad. Like, if you look at tech, if you look at Nick Saban's home compared yeah. to like, no, I know. Regardless of an NIL deal, bro, you're living your your best life. Yeah. People would kill to have your job. People would kill to have your lifestyle. Who the fuck cares if you had the second recruiting class because Texas A and M, whether they did or not at the time, gave an M an NIL deal for doing nothing for doing something. It don't matter. Yeah. And also like. You're worried, but wait until fucking Texas and Oklahoma get into the conference. You're telling me that that two of the I would say two of the top ten programs two in the, the history most of storied programs in the history ever. of college football. You're telling me that they're not going to start playing doing this shit. Like, fuck off! Everyone's doing it. I don't really give a shit. That's why. That's why ASU shit's laughable. It's like you're going <laughs> to sit here and be like, we're not we're not buying into this nil thing. Oh uh, well, okay. Everybody cool, else bro. is cool, bro. Everyone else is, and a you're going to act like you're above it while you're out here. Having kids on campus during the middle of the worst, like the worst pandemic in the history of the country, and, and just being like, and taking pictures while it's happening. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be, offend you right now. Okay, ASU in terms of NIL is sitting at the peanut free table. Nah, you, yeah, they are. <laughs> they're losers. on their own. I never sat at a peanut free table for the record. <laughs> I don't want to put that out there. Um, but yeah, no, it's just like, go away, dude. I just don't. Welcome to college football. Welcome to capitalism. Like, this is how shit's going to work. And on that it's, note, it's America. On that note, if you enjoyed the content, <laughs> go ahead and give us a follow at phnx underscore sun devils. Um, we keep it real. Yeah. Every yeah. single day this weekend, Friday through Sunday, we will be live following ASU uh, softballs um, games in the Tempe Regional. It's going to be a lot of fun. Get out there. Um, go watch the games. Go support the Sun Devils um, because they're going to do something special yeah. this week and this weekend um, leading up to the Super Regional next weekend. But again, follow us at PHNX underscore Sun Devils. You can follow me at Anthony underscore Totri. You can follow Shane at Shane Deef. And you can follow Sean DePause at Sean underscore DePause. Heated as always. We will be back Friday with a post game Friday fun yeah, day. First post game in a while. Yes, I'm sir. Excited. Catch you tomorrow. Peace.